Welcome to DACOM Digital. It's time to listen to the latest crypto and DeFi market integrity news and enlightening interviews with industry thought leaders. This episode welcomes Kate Goldman, Senior Policy Associate at Elliptic, with Khan Arad, COO and co-founder at Solidus Labs. Hi, everyone. Uh, I have the absolute pleasure of having Kate Goldman here. Kate is a Senior Policy Associate at Elliptic. Elliptic are close partners of Solidus Labs, yes. but they are way, way more than that. They're leaders uh, in uh, on-chain analytics and doing incredible work advancing uh, clean and safe crypto markets. So, Kate, first of all, Wonderful having you here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, tell us a little about yourself because, you know, we got to chat yesterday. We're yeah. here at Permissionless. So with a beer yesterday, we got to chat a little bit about uh, your journey into crypto. And yeah. it's interesting. So let's hear it. I don't think anyone in crypto has a non-interesting journey into the space. That's one of the fun the things space. about the industry, right? That's why it's so weird and so, so good. Um, that's why I'll never work in like traditional banking or traditional finance. Um, <laughs> I have too short of an attention span and I like the weirdness. But so anyways, I was in college and I was working with lobbyists at the ASPCA, working to overturn breed-specific legislation. That has absolutely nothing to do with tech. It has nothing to do with finance. But I've always been really compelled towards things that feel like they have a very real and tangible impact on people and places and things that hmm. matter. Hmm. And I had the opportunity to work at a consulting firm that was sort of doing boutique advisory towards a lot of different interesting projects, one of which was Facebook Libra. This was March of 2019. That was an insane, ridiculously wild summer to be into politics, to be into crypto politics, and to be living in DC. And I kind of got addicted. I might be a glutton for punishment or an uphill battle, or I like being an underdog. Addicted but it was, to the weirdness of adrenaline. I love it. It was so, so good. And I... We'll never look back, and I don't think I'll ever not work in crypto. But so after I left the consulting firm, I ended up joining the Milken Institute, where I led their financial technology program. I was privileged enough to take over the program when I had left college, which was half by random sheer luck and half by, I don't know, the universe kind of being like that. And I had the opportunity to sort of self-direct the program and what we were taking on. And so I said, cross-border remittances. My father owns small businesses. You know, he uses WISE, formerly TransferWISE. Mm. This to me makes sense. And quite quickly, I was reminded of why I like fintech, but more specifically why I like crypto. And when I decided I wanted a change of pace, I knew I wanted to work at Elliptic. It was the easiest choice ever because I wanted to work somewhere where I could have that high-level overview of the industry. I've never wanted to tether myself, no pun intended, <laughs> to one singular project or entity. I think that makes you not as good of an advocate. Hmm. I want to be an agnostic advocate. Are you sure that pun wasn't intended? Because it was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I'll, I'll, I'll say it was intended. Yeah. Uh, it, that, it, that's really wonderful. And you are right. I don't, I've heard very few, if any, journeys into crypto that were not really interesting. Yeah. Yes. Um, so tell me a little bit about uh, you know, your work at Elliptic. I yeah. know that you work very closely with our uh, you know, policy leads. So first of all, uh, Kathy yeah. Kraninger yes. and, and of course, uh, Liat, Liat uh, Shitrit. Yeah. Um, on our team. Um, and, you know, we, we, did we, uh, we, did, we do collaborate. We did start collaborating recently as part of the Crypto Market Integrity Coalition. Right. But, you know, uh, tell us a little bit about what's exciting at Elliptic right now. What's coming up? What's to look out for in terms of 
you know, your solutions? Yeah, I think so much. Just simply expanding to the United States more. We have been, we're headquartered in London. That's like largely where a lot of the team lives. And so a lot of what's happening is being built out in the United States and sort of like growing our presence here in this market because attitudes are different here. Projects are different here. Working with regulators are really different here. Um, we have, so I work on the Global Policy and Research Group, which is essentially like the policy slash uh, compliance arm of Elliptic. And we have folks who come from Monitor Monetary Authority of Singapore, FCA, and then now a lot of this like US regulatory space. I'm the only one on our team that specifically lives in Washington, DC. And so I like to think of myself as sort of like a marriage counselor, being able to speak the language of the regulators, understanding what they're looking for, what their remits are, what their concerns and hopes and aspirations, blah, 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 and doing the same for the industry side and not really picking sides, but sort of understanding where can you meet in the middle? How do you find common ground? Because if it's an either or situation, someone's going to feel like a loser. And I'm not really interested in that. I want to see like where we can find progress. And that is, I feel such an important attitude when dealing with regulators, right? Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, one of the crypto industry's original sins was the slightly antagonistic approach yeah. to regulation. Um, and we sometimes That's still happening, by the way. <laughs> yes, 100%. Although I'm curious if you'd agree with me, it has changed dramatically over the past few years. Yes. Um, but yes, uh, it's obviously there's still there's still tensions. Yeah. And I kind of try to remind myself, you know, you work with regulators very closely. And so do we. Yeah. Uh, that there are also people that just want to make sure people are safe and make the world better, just like our 100%. industry. Um, and they only know as much as they know. And so I think one of my biggest gripes with crypto is, and especially in the lobbying space. So I myself am not a lobbyist, but you know, it's a small town. Most of my friends are. And the attitude that I've heard from staffers and other lobbyists is that the crypto industry comes in and expects there to be a certain degree of knowledge and respect. And that is just like quite simply not how the hill works. You have to kind of, a lot of it is education. And it's just like you mentioned, it's talking to people as people, not as we're industry, you're regulators, we are inherently diametrically opposed. It's you're a person, you have, you know, you want financial security, you want to feel safe, you want to um, be economically prosperous. So do I. And it's like, how do we find common ground? And I think a lot of that is moving in the right direction, but you're absolutely right. It's been a slow, an emphasis on steady process. Um, yeah, in well, that I think it's moving in the right direction because of yeah. the incredible professionals like you who are helping usher the conversation. I also think that we, we really need to remember, I think it's a Bill Gates saying that uh, people tend to overestimate what can be done in a year and underestimate what can yes. be done in 10 years. And regulation generally is more towards the, ten, the decade than the year. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, but listen, any, any, anything uh, uh, that uh, we should expect uh, uh, from Elliptic very soon? Anything uh, coming up that you know, uh, we should be excited for? Yeah, I mean, so the market intelligence team, like that is a huge project that's coming out. Um, that's sort of been the brainchild of one of our co-founders. And that is, he was actually coming tomorrow to the conference to speak. Is that Tom? No, no. So it's Brian. He's okay. coming. Um, 
No, That's Tom exciting. just had a baby, so he's oh, on paternity leave. I heard. Well, sorry for making this uh, gossipy, but uh, I, I just... No, 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 no. I'm, we're all very excited I love all your him. founders. I've been an avid fan for years. Me too. I think it's really lucky to work at a company where it's just genuinely, like, good people. Hmm. Like, these are people I would want to be friends with, even if we didn't share, you know, a company. What more can you ask for in a workplace, huh? Listen, we all spend so many hours at work, you kind of have to like your coworkers. Um, well, you don't have to, but it helps too. So I feel quite lucky. But anyways, market intelligence. Yes. That's a huge thing. The policy team is growing. Um, we're just expanding our reach. I think something like a quarter of the company was hired in the last three months, which is ridiculous to say and so, so exciting. And when you have more bodies on the ground, it allows you to be more creative, to be more flexible, to get your hands in different pots, do more research, do more advocacy, speak more, say more, think more, all of it. Um, we have a really strong like mission statement and core principled understanding as does Solidus, which is why we're such an easy and natural partnership. But when you have more bodies on the ground, it just expands your reach. And I think that's really, really exciting. I Again, couldn't agree yeah. more. We are totally in sync, which yeah. I guess is not too, not too surprising. I would hope so. How closely we work yeah. together. Um, I guess to, to conclude, um, you know, I, I mentioned to you, I might ask about this, but I'm always yeah. curious because so many policy people live in Washington, D.C. Yes. And it's obviously not super related to the rest of the conversation, <laughs> but uh, Washington, D.C. or New York, are you there because of the policy or because you love mm. the city? And if not, where would you live? I wish I could take the people in New York and plug them into DC. DC is, and I feel comfortable saying this because I live there and I work there and I love it. It is a weird city. <laughs> New York is super weird, but DC is even weirder. And I love it for those reasons. And I hate it for those reasons. And I would say it's incredibly small and insular. And we all... You know, people who are really into government and politics and policy tend to be kind of weird. And then when you chuck like a million or so or 800,000 of them in one city, it produces a pretty weird place. <laughs> and we're all nerdy in the exact same way. And so I'm frenemies with DC. I, I'm addicted to it, but New York is like sort of like a, a safe haven of strangers. I love that answer. You know, <laughs> I love DC because it never yeah. happened to me that I walked into a bar and didn't meet incredibly interesting people. Such a smart city. But it is very hard to compete with New York's diversity in many ways. Yes. And one of them, of course, is what people do. Yeah. Uh, and, and that, you know, not everyone is into policy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, Kate, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. I ben, really appreciate it. Thank you it. for having me. This and, is so fun. Yeah. And thank you for your, the amazing work you do and that Elliptic does. Likewise. Thank you. This episode of DACOM Digital was brought to you by Solidus Labs. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and be sure to join the conversation by following us on LinkedIn and Twitter.